You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 144. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! Well, it's Crack Back a Like in Podcast World. Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 144. Ciento, Corinta, Equatro. <laughs> Crack Pack a Lack and still got his little intro. I was wondering how long that was going to last. Cracking, packing, and lacking, baby. Yeah. yeah, baby. I don't know when that came about, like episode 70 or something. I still love that little outtake video. Crack Pack a Lacking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite ones. What episode was that? I'm not sure. That was early on. That early was early on. Days. <laughs> did. Yes, I remember. Um, today we are coming to y'all with a topic on boosting morale, the value or importance of morale. That could be morale, you know, your own inner being. You know, sometimes you got to pump yourself up or maybe like a group. I feel like the morale today with the cast, pre-cast, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm hoping the cast is going to follow suit. Uh, that was a, all I had. <laughs> might have been. You did tell me all you wanted to prepare for was the would you rather and hit the brakes, pump the gas. Um, so I don't know what John's going to bring. Craig looks like he's got notes, and I have three letters on my well, I'm currently writing them. Quiet time. I'm trying to come up with them. Quiet time. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but before we hop on into the topic here, we're going to throw it over to Johnny with the would you rather. You said that's what you wanted to work on, so bring it. Well, you know, one hit me from something that you said while we were in uh, pre-gaming. So this comes from Hot Dog Inspiration. Mm. Would you rather know a secret mm-hmm. and not be able to tell anyone or just be ignorant of the secret? A really good one. It's a good secret. You may never be able to tell. Hmm. Some people cannot hold these secrets. Yeah. Some people give them away on accident. I remember whenever I was... a uh, a young lad, my dad for John Father's Day. Nope, never <laughs> happened before. As uh, as a young lad, um, we got something from my dad for Father's Day, and my dad would always harass us and try to get it. You know what it was, and um, I didn't tell him purposely, but I told him, you know what, Dad, you'll find out tomorrow morning when you make your coffee. <laughs> 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 so he got it out of me. <laughs> That's funny. What you think, Cece? It's interesting. Um, I'm actually pretty good at keeping secrets. If I have a conversation with somebody and they want to make it between me and them, I'm proud of myself on making that pretty much set in stone. Um, and, you know, in the field that we're in, we have to keep patient confidentiality. So even if I've treated, you know, my wife's best friend, she wouldn't know that I did that unless that she chose to share that. So I'm pretty good at keeping secrets, but it depends on what it is. Let's say the secret was your family member has this terminal illness and if you tell them now they can get treated and that was you know yeah i mean that would be horrible trying to keep that so in that case i'd want to be naive to the secret mm-hmm. like don't even what you don't know you don't know you know um so or what if maybe hot dog was pregnant or hot dog was, <laughs> you won't believe this 
or engaged, you know, something run of the mill. Run of the mill. (laughs) Run of the mill. Oh, man. But I'm pretty good at keeping secrets. So I'm like, yeah, let me know. I'll just kind of chew on it and hopefully it won't be anything major that I, you know, life altering that. Yeah. I think that's. I like you, hot dog man. I think that's a a good one, too. Like, is this something that I would want to know and I just can't tell somebody? That's pretty easy for me. I think I would not be able to tell them, but if it's like something that I'd rather not know, I'd rather just not know. It would be something that would be very pertinent. You don't know. You wouldn't know if you didn't know. So that'd be, you'd just be ignorant to the fact of it. But it'd be something that you, it would be interesting, a good fact, something that would really get your attention. That may be good or bad. I don't know. Maybe something that's tough to keep a secret. That's how some of those secrets are. And I can't, like, you know, it's like. It could be. You know, you've been chosen. It could be. You've been chosen to be a coach. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. You've been chosen as like the next coach of XYZ school, but you can't tell till next year. Like Santa yeah, deal. Happens too. Yeah, it does. Um, I think I w- I'm gonna go with Craig because I feel like sometimes I need to be a listening ear for people, and I'm fine doing that. And if I if I was choosing not to, then I might not be able to be the listening ear to whatever it is. Uh, so, and I'm pretty good about being quiet. I don't like to talk about other stuff, even mostly about myself too. So I would probably go with hold the secret, even though a lot of my life I like the unknown. But I'm gonna stick with that. What do you think, Bob? Yeah, um, I'm kind of along the same lines as you, Hot Dog Man, Lake Charles. Um, you know, I think a lot of times people need to share certain things with you and maybe something that they need to unload a burden that they're carrying around. So mm-hmm. I'm with you. I think that that's a, a good opportunity for you to help your fellow brother, um, sister in Christ, and, you know, sharing some of those hardships that they have it. Just for instance, it's, it may be that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also pretty good at keeping a secret if I know it's a secret. Hot dog. This is, there's no secret here, bro. Well, I'm just saying, the time that you said I let a secret out, there was no secret. Oh, this is John to allude to that. John, look, I'm telling you, don't tell anybody. No, no, no. That's most. The, that's how most of the conversations <laughs> go with this guy. It has to be yeah. because I'm like, whatever I'm telling you, just don't repeat it anyway. Like, <laughs> So I have to forward with, don't repeat this. He's like, well, you're telling me this every time. I'm like, well, because you just talked <laughs> You didn't say who I couldn't repeat it to. <laughs> exactly, Craig. So overall, I guess I would go with the um, know the secret. Yes. Take it to the grave. Mm-hmm. As long as I know it's a secret. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to roll our way on that high note into morale. And I think it's a pretty good topic. I think there's a lot of ways you can go with it. Um what do y'all think about it in general? You you thinking maybe like, you know, sports happens a lot in that instance. Our work environment, we all have teams we deal with, people we work with. Uh, home life, same thing. You know, it could be on like a family trip, etc. What y'all think? Yeah, I think it's um, has to do with the, the microchasm of where you are um, throughout the day. You know, that's going to mm-hmm. change from every location that you go to. So I think there's an opportunity for you to influence, uh, to kind of pick it up, or you know, there's always an opportunity for you to pull people down or let other people pull you down. So it's going to be fun to see where the conversation goes today. I'm with you, Steve. Kind of depends on where you're at in life. Sometimes you have to boost your own morale. You know, we'll talk about how we can do that. And um, family members, friends, there's yeah. times when they need to be lifted up. Um, there's things in life that bring our morale down. Um, mm-hmm. You know, sports is a bit good example. So. Yeah, this will be fun. You know, I got an easy example to come up with here today. I'm looking at John because he knows what happened. Oh, Lord, here it we go. kind of involves John on the periphery, but a simple example of morale. So I went to my office this morning. I was working. Um, 
Just a normal run of the day. Is this a secret? Mm. Just checking. No. <laughs> uh, normal, like your average every day here for Matthew's World. Go to work. Just a little status conference this morning with another lawyer, bumbling along. And I was thinking, man, I want to go outside and go for a walk. Uh, that's what I've started trying to do. It's now really hot again. But in, you know, 1030 or something, take a little break. Go walk for 10 minutes outside. Go walk to John's house. He's not home. And Brian Foray, our fellow listener. Yeah. Um, Woo, dedicated. Had, had texted me last night because I'm trying to switch doctors. And, you know, he's coming highly recommended. And shout out to Heinen, who is retiring. Uh, big loss there. Big <laughs> shoes to fill for a big opportunity here for it's you. True, he's got gigantic feet, like size 15. <laughs> Literally so, size 15. Any, anyway, I'm, uh, I'm sitting in my office, and he had texted me last night, and I forgot to respond back because I was talking to one of our other buddies, Myers Namey, who had called me on something else. And this morning, while I'm talking to John on the phone, who had called me, Ryan texted me about man do i have the wrong number and he sends me the contact of my name and john's phone and he calls himself john steve and so i'm like laughing and we go back and forth for a little while and while i'm telling john this while i'm like staring at these texts and john is telling me that he's using my i'm going somewhere with this by the way he's okay. using my story Wondering. of man hot dog uh what, what do i tell people oh what this is a great what, opportunity what, yeah he's like hey i got a great opportunity for you yeah, and so Uh-oh. that's what I normally will tell people when I'm, I'm like needing some assistance or like, <laughs> yes, this is probably something you don't want to do. Opportunity. Let you help me. Let me show you how. <laughs> this is an opportunity. The best thing that ever happened to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and look, listeners, you can take in all this laughter going on. That's kind of what's going on with me while I'm talking to John. And then I, right now I can't drive, so Alexander drops me off at the office in the morning. Thankfully, very blessed. Picks me back up. Well, I, I go to go on my walk. And I'm like pretty excited because 4A tells me he's going to take care of me. Basically, I read all the text. And I call her and she's like, my God, sounds like you're having like the best morning over there. Like you're so, nice. you're so yes. like excited. And, and I, I thought to myself when we were, we were, this isn't why we did the topic, but for an example, just that little act of like laughing with John while I'm on the phone, reading the text, 4A, what he had to say was, it was very thoughtful, made me feel good, taken care of. My like general tempo, which wasn't low, it was just average middle of the day, was immediately like shot of energy, laughing. Uh, there was someone I was like, yeah, it's like my old self out here. Don't even realize I don't have an arm right now. Uh, I literally told her. But my morale was immediately picked up just from like, you know, human spirit, human beings, laughter, etc. So, John, you had just alluded to sometimes in your normal day, and that was a came to my mind there. Yeah, you know, I think mm-hmm. that we all have opportunities throughout the, w- the day to do those types of things. Uh, you know, it could be a quick little text message, a yeah. call, uh, something as simple as just a little video. I know I get videos from uh, family members or people send me stuff of my kids, and that is always a nice little morale pick-me-up, you know, even if I am even kill at the time. So I think there's opportunities all around us. That's a good point because a lot of times, like you said, I mean, a random text Matt used to write these random letters. He probably still does. And, Man, you know, I can't he's do it right not one handed. He's like, you know, all that's huge. And for it me, is. it's the same way. You get a little text from a friend or a loved one, and it's like, man, it makes you smile. And a lot of times, you know, why people often get hooked on social media, you know, whether it's Instagram or Facebook, that's a great point. They're reading these funny little things, watching little pictures. Those endorphin hits are happening, and they're trying to, to kind of you know, pacify whatever anxiety they're having or depression. Cause it's, you know, it is addictive and I think people are seeking that. So it makes, hopefully makes us conscious to maybe do those little extra things, you know, call somebody, send a picture, send mm-hmm. a video to boost their morale. Cause we're all kind of going through this life and you know, man, it's amazing how your state can change based on music or 
a joke or laughter or something. And, um, you know, maybe it's a good, um, it's a good process to find those things that make you laugh and keep you uplifted, whether it's pictures or jokes, maybe throughout the day, trying to, you know, quotes we talk about, we used to mm-hmm. read a lot of quotes. Um, and I still have a, a nice little library of quotes here. I'll try to put, <laughs> in fact, I might try to, I might Let's lead, go to the quote wall. Um, I'm going to find some and I'll tell you all them before each comment I make. So y'all be happy at the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's true too, because I, you know, I didn't realize it till saying this, like you also, John was kind of alluding to have the ability to boost other people's morale. Um, and in doing that, you can boost your own at the same time. What do y'all mm-hmm. think about it from, um, you know, maybe a team aspect at work, sports, family? It's kind of interesting. Used to hear this kind of in baseball, you know, teams kind of in a funk slump and a couple of people start getting a hit and then like it kind of like takes off, you know, the offense will start going. Um, and it kind of takes one person maybe to, to get it going, but the whole energy, outlook, spirit of the group, whatever that is, can change. No, I agree 100%. Uh, certainly anyone who has played athletics will will should recognize that portion of it um so i think it's very important particularly to whenever you're not doing great somebody you know will have a little spark that will be something to turn around but i think that's something that happens you know within our families also mm-hmm. too you know it's funny raising a, a teenager you know you see the dramatic change in morale that goes through in a very short time period um and again with the the young kids too but it's usually mm-hmm. A lot more dramatic high, a lot more dramatic low um, for those kind of attitude changes. And I'm just wondering, you know, once when I'm finished with this comment, to hear from the master over here, CC, he's already done all the little teenage girls. He's oh, already got yeah. them through it. So, you know, it's something that, mm-hmm. um, you know, you got to discipline people. You have to um, correct uh, youngsters and keep them in line, but not do it so much to an extent that, you know, you're browbeating them. So I think it's a fine line, you know, with all of those things. So I think it's a learning experience as a, a teenage dad myself. Um, so it's a daily, daily juggle. What do you think, CC? I agree 100%. In fact, when, <laughs> He's like, oh, yo, yeah. Whoa, I remember those days. When Matt said team, the first thing I thought of was your home team, mm-hmm. your home, your household, your family. And I thought about work team, people that work for you or work with you. And you know, a lot of times one of the biggest reasons people leave a job is they just don't feel like the work environment is very uh, supportive, uplifting. There's this poor morale, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and there's studies to show that when you do things to boost your staff's morale, it improves performance, you know, makes them want to work harder, makes them more loyal. And so, you know, trying to, th- hey, what can I do? Can we have like a little social, a little party, little yes. incentives, little thing? Hey, let's do it. Craig <laughs> and, uh And going back to your comment, Steve, about the home. I mean, it's so true. Think about what your family is going through on a daily basis. The kids going through the teen years and they're having all these emotions. And, you know, you know I'm there to hopefully be this leader who can you know, recognize these things as it's happening and give them the morale boost, whether it's love or quality time mm-hmm. or you know, some, some dad advice, but hopefully not preachy, but more fun, you know, cause I get, you know, just those little things to make them feel like they're loved in a safe place and improve their morale in life and say, Hey, you know, I've been there before. Let me tell you what, how I had dealt with it. And I hear what you're saying. And so, um, absolutely. I think that's a good, good analogy. What other kind of things do y'all have or what kind of things do you have that you know, boost it, boost your individual morale. I know for me, um, now I almost exclusively listen to Christian music and, 
you know, all those songs are so beautiful. They're so great. And they always seem to lift up my spirits, you know, wherever I am, whether I'm high or low. So that's something that I think is a good tool to utilize for me. And I've also seen it uh, have some influence uh, with Andrew also. So um, do you all have cool. anything else that into it individually affects you guys? I, I personally, in the same way, music is huge. Christian music, a lot of great, beautiful songs. Um, other secular songs that are just kind of pump you up mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. You know, I got music just, in general. I sure. play those when I need to. Um, like I said, I save quotes, motivational quotes. You sometimes there, I've said this on previous podcasts. Sometimes somebody else has to tell you something you can't tell yourself. Like you can't always will yourself into a happy state. You know, mm-hmm. like sometimes you have to have somebody give you this information that you couldn't give yourself. Either see it, hear it or read it, you know, there's certain books and things you can read, you know, sometimes it's how you move your body, you know, when you're feeling down, and you just kind of slump, you kind of sit, you feel sorry for yourself, but when you stand up, take deep breaths, move, exercise, you know, it changes your physical state, which I think, you know, changes your state, like motion, mm-hmm. emotion, it's all kind of goes together, improve your emotion, improve your emotion, and you can change your morale often by putting on that song, going for a walk, hop on a trampoline, whatever it takes, just something to kind of change your outlook. And um, so I try to mix those in. Yeah, you know, I think the, I would second the music uh, as well. I love the quotes, but something for me is perspective. Sometimes, you know, when you are feeling maybe a little down, lower, et cetera, normally someone who's got a, a situation a little worse than yourself or you have been in a situation that may be worse. And so I think when you have a perspective about something or even when I'm living my best life, you know, arms out in the water in highlands um <laughs> two arms out yeah, that's it. <laughs> two arms. not just the winged chicken here. um you know that's like a, a morale boost of like when you i have some thankfulness you know my endorphins etc will start rolling i'll get excited um so i really think perspective is something for me when i'm trying to deal with that's a good point john we all have you know within a group but our own personal morale can be boosted as well yeah and, and going back to one of the other things you said cc i think just the physical motion, physical activity, um, you know, whenever you're tired or depressed or whatever, you know, maybe you're hungover, you know, you get up and you, you move a little bit. And I'll definitely tend to, uh, I know I always feel better after doing that. So I think it's a good, good thing. Just the physical activity. Many a time, Johnny. That's true. I do, <laughs> I, I'm kind of known as the exercise specialist here. Mr. Peloton. <laughs> true. I, uh, I used it this morning. I do think gratitude is a dead. Yeah, that is another good op- observation because it's like you're somebody who's always got it worse. Not that you want people to have bad mm-hmm. things, but like whenever you're feeling sorry for yourself or life's not the way you want it to be for whatever reason, if you take a step back, it's probably pretty good in some form or fashion. I mean, you could be in the worst position in your mind, but you still have it better than somebody else out there you know and so just being grateful for what you do have what is good can i think change your perspective and boost your morale and going back to something that hot uh hot dogs talked about a couple podcasts ago i watched father stew um oh, this did weekend. You? Nice. I did. and it was you great and then, as far as the movie goes you know it was uh he had a great perspective you know he ended up having a very difficult um thing go on and it was something that uh had a very good outlook overall so that's cool. Made so you consider you the, that the deacon path for you, buddy? No, you know, I drive by um, on Senior Torres and them's house right down the street from me, and they just, they throw stones at me mostly. <laughs> he starts to turn in, and they're like, no, get out of here. Be gone. Be gone. <laughs> I'm not surprised. No, Padre. Uh, that's funny. All right, guys, this has been uh, a good 
you know, trip around the morale sign here. And uh, I've enjoyed it. But before we do shut it down, we will flip it over to John on the weekly segment of what made you hit the gas or what made you pump the brakes. What you got, bub? Well, man, as usual, I'm going to talk about my kids and family. Um, so my kids do all kind of crazy things. And, it, you know, just seeing them play in the yard just reminds me of my childhood. And, you know, the brothers that were closest to me growing up, Ramsey uh, and Gabriel, you know, below me. So Shout out to Paul. I get to see Paul every day. He and I practice together. So mm-hmm. that's a fun thing. Don't see Ramsey as much as I would like to. Um, but Let's come visit our neighborhood. That's true. He's right around the that's corner. True. You can go hang out with him. But, uh just seeing my kids interact and do the all the dumb things that they do, fun things that they do. For instance, I, uh, Sunday, I'm outside underneath my little covered area in my backyard, messing with something for the girls. I'm getting them a little, um, I don't know, some now? kind of little, uh, some kind of little roosting stand. You know, they need a little <laughs> extra place to stand. I'm messing with that, and I hear the wheels of their little plasma car going down the slide on our swing set. And I think to myself, "Uh Oh, that doesn't sound good. (laughs) Oh, and I look back to see the little plasma car impact the ground. And Elijah just get thumped against the ground. Oh, and he's kind of cuckoo. He's got dirt and grass and leaves stuck into his face. (laughs) And I'm like, making sure he's alive. Wasn't sure he was going to survive this one. <laughs> anyway, he did okay. And it just re- made me reflect on uh, all of the stories I had growing up with my brothers, all the things like that that we did. Uh, Elijah said Matthew pushed him down, <laughs> 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 which he probably did. So just oh. made me uh, think about all of those things in retrospect. So That's awesome. Yeah, man. It's always good to get down memory lane. And I do. I've been there several times. I do think they take it right after their dad. <laughs> <laughs> on all of such things well guys uh so keep praying for them that rough pray for john <laughs> yes we yes do. we appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week if you do get a chance to rate review subscribe to the podcast we'd appreciate it you got any tips on boosting uh morale uh, we'd love to hear from you on it and until next time we'll catch y'all later uh, hey y'all If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need.